0: Well, hello, friends, future listeners, random people that don't exist that I'm talking to anyway. Uh, and welcome back to Classing Up the Joint. Uh, this is part of the Roll Report where we talk to amazing humans about amazing things and their fa- favorite character classes and all sorts of stuff. Uh, I am joined by another amazing human that I'm very excited to chat with, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Please.
1: Hi, yes. Uh, so my name is uh, Ash Westover. You can call me Ash, Ashley Asher. Hey, you over there. I respond to pretty much anything at this point. Uh, pronouns are she, they. Uh, you can find me at definitely not a thespian on um, TikTok and Instagram. And you can find my podcast at Queer PG Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter.
0: And where? what platform can we listen to that on?
1: Yes, you that- can listen to Queer PG on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, um, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. We're going to be there getting our grubby little gay hands on everything.
0: <laughs> I feel like that is the best version of that phrase I can imagine. Yes, let me get grubby little gay hands on all the things. Yes. All the things. <laughs> um, Ash, I want to ask you, I think, first, uh, what how did you start playing either D&D specifically or RPGs generally? Like what drew you into this sort of world?
1: That's a great question. So I have always been like a nerd. Like even in my household growing up, Lord of the Rings was just barely below the Christian Bible. Like it was was definitely a very important (laughs) uh, part of my youth, but I didn't actually get into D&D and like uh, tabletop RPGs until college. I went to a, uh, a like an artsy school, like fancy, mm-hmm. like everyone there is like doing plays and stuff. And there was one t- uh, professor who was a lifelong D&D fan. Like he had a D20 tattooed on his arm and like every chance he got, he was like, let's talk about D&D. And like, mm-hmm. no, I'm that person. But <laughs> it he, Sounds like
0: my kind of guy, really. Yeah,
1: he was dope. Um, but he was also like the stage combat professor there. And so mm-hmm. what he did was he created a show that was like live D&D we based. It was called um, Fantasy amazing. Improv because it combined like improv and D anD D, and we would dress up. I was like a a drow sorcerer of the moon. We'll get there in a second. Um, I And we would get up on stage, and the audience would have these giant pieces of, like, foam D20s that they would roll for us. And yes. whatever that roll would be, like, we had to, like, do, the, like, fights and stuff. And they would do, like, bad, per- like, perception or persuasion checks. We'd, like, look at the audience, like, please, why would you do this to me? It was uh-huh. so much fun. Um, and so just from there, I, like... Jumped into an actual D and D campaign with uh some friends, one of who Kenzie is the other creator of Queer PG, the podcast that I mentioned. Um, so it's just sort of like taken over my life a little bit, but in a fun way.
0: You love finding friends like those, though, that like really it, align and can like shift you into this fun direction that you're excited about going to. Um, I man, I I want a teacher like that. That sounds really great. It was yeah.
1: so much fun. We had these giant foam swords and everything. Ah, primo.
0: Well, and I feel like it takes the whole, you know, the collaborative storytelling effort of of an RPG and of D anD D and expand it to your whole audience, and everyone gets to participate in the fun.
1: Yeah, it was great. We ran for three nights. And by night mm-hmm. three, there were people coming in cosplay of the characters that we were on stage because like each night built onto the last like session. Oh, it was so fun. It was that fun. I love like the idea. D&D nerds and how like into it and passionate they oh, get. Yeah. Actually, it's yeah.
0: One of my favorite things. Uh, that is amazing. Wow. I, I mean, I wish I, I only wish I had seen it. That sounds like so much fun. Um, and, a, and a great entryway into RPGs and, like, into d and for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I guess to to ask the important question, the why we're here, or the first one, Ash, what is your favorite character class or classes?
1: I like sorcerers. I like, okay. Really?
0: Bold and, choice.
1: I know. Listen, listen. They're cool. Consider this. They're super cool. <laughs> I I've always loved like magic, just in mm-hmm. general. Just like I wish I could like use telek. Like I was the kid that would like sit in the back of the class and try to like move the chalk on like the board with my like. Maybe I have magical powers. Maybe maybe I'm a little delusional, but it's fine. Um, no, but sorcerers are great. Not necess- I'm not a big like mechanics person. Um mm-hmm. I just love like the story behind certain classes and the idea of like I have like a dragon ancestor or something. Mm-hmm. It just sounds so cool. And you can do but, a lot of evocation spells. It's so fun.
0: And it's, it's the is more that like that you have that deep internal wellspring of magic from wherever it comes from. It's not the logical learning base of a wizard. Or the you know the very religious aspects of a cleric, it is no, yeah. I I have this inside me. Does that does that like affect how you would create the characters as well?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean I've played other classes, of course. Mm-hmm. Like I'm even playing a cleric in another thing right now. And I think it's it's just I don't know, when you're playing a sorcerer. You, you you automatically have like a background that you can tie to like and and your ancestors and I always, and I'm a huge fan of like personal histories you know and so coming up for different characters like okay so like my one this one person was descended from uh this like dragon and like all this other stuff yeah. and just being able to tie that in and also being able to make fun of wizards because I didn't have to study to learn magic I'm not a fucking nerd um, <laughs> is it is, is always fun
0: yeah yeah very much um when I, I I find one of the things interesting about sorcerers is that i i guess similar to the wizards like so much of hmm, so much of the flavor and so much of the abilities that you gain depend on that origin depend on yeah. what your story is you know there's i without going into all of the things right you have you know obviously the sorcery points as font of magic and all the uh, metamagic abilities that that allows. And then there's just like a few ability scores. I think it's the standard five ability score improvements that most of the classes get. Mm. And a lot of the origin features. And then what is the level 20? Ah, regain four sorcery points at a short rest. That's very useful.
1: Yes, Uh, especially when you like area of effect spells and you keep Mm -hmm. doing careful spell because your friends Mm -hmm. just like charging into battles, but you're like, I want to do a fireball maybe. Maybe I can what? do that, and you won't get as hurt. Is how's that sound, guys? I'm trying. And,
0: and sometimes, depending on how you play the character, they may just absolutely not care and you go. Yeah, nope, it's, that's oh, yeah. your choice to go into there. Yeah. yeah. Um Wow. Do you do you have a favorite meta magic?
1: It is honestly between careful spell and twin spell. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I, when I whenever I play a game. I'm not one who actually thinks about like not consequences but when it but like I'm not going to like prep a bunch you know like I sure. don't ever you have a lot of um like bane or bless or like any any like utility spells to help I mainly just like I'm just going to hit it really really hard with a lot of magic until it stops trying to hurt me that's always been my like I'm very straightforward I have a barbarian sure. mindset but a love for magic it's just kind yeah. of uh balance there so I, but I also don't want to hurt my friends because I always I always sure. get overly empathetic for these fictional characters that we make. I'm like I don't want to hurt Boblin the I, Goblin. He's my friend.
0: We I mean I think we all do. I think that is that is also part of the fun of it, right? Is is mm-hmm. to you know depending on your tabletop group build relationships personally with the other players if you haven't met them before over mm-hmm. the course of that campaign or that time, but also really like no the you know our four PCs met in a tavern. We don't know each other. And the story we're telling is not only the story of like us defeating the big bad, saving the world, what have you, but our growth and relationships as characters and as, as people, whether or not that includes uh, romance, which, you know, you should discuss with your table and your DM yeah. and, 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 and have a session zero and that sort of thing. But like, what, what is this party? How do they grow together or apart over the course of the campaign? It's
1: the found family. It's about mm-hmm. the found family. I eat that shit up every time. Every time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, have you had like a favorite sorcerer? Have you had one, like the one sorcerer PC that really either sold you on the class or made you fall in love with it all over again?
1: Yeah, that's actually going to be the very first character I ever played. Wow. In like a, in, like, a D and like the, like this, the game that I mentioned, like after the fantasy improv, like show mm-hmm. that we did, I got a group, of friends together and I played a wild magic sorcerer um, forest gnome named army the immortal and this is also one of the things where like I found out a lot about myself while playing this character because when I first made the character I was like oh I'm gonna give them like they them pronouns just to be like mm-hmm. quirky it's gonna be fun and then like a year into the campaign I'm just sitting here like wait a second. <laughs> Like, it's, yep. it's, and they, so they hold a very special place in my heart for that. They're also the longest running character that I've played. We technically still haven't finished that campaign. We've got, like, wow one big fight left, but because of how life be over the years, people have gotten married. We've all are in different time zones, random stuff like that. So, um, Army is still alive.
0: Mm-hmm. They're still
1: technically out there doing their thing. Um, very I'm much. very excited to see, to, like, finally like get to the end of that campaign um, and tie it all up in a nice little bow because just the the uh, yeah. whole arc of like this, this little just little fucking this is little guy just what the fuck is he doing like going from <laughs> very chaotic and twitchy and everything and not knowing like anything like I always make char- really dumb characters too because I myself do not trust my intelligence when it comes to puzzle solving so I'm like I'm just gonna blame it on their bad intelligence stat we're just gonna that's going to be my cop-out every single time. Sure. Um, but ARMY, they, like, went from just, like, this homeless little gremlin in the woods to now they're basically a god. You know how d and mm-hmm. be. Like, it's been years. Um, basically a god, and they have, like, this beautiful love story that's happened, and their friends are there, and they're all, like, super supportive, and they've, like, figured out maybe a couple things now in their life, and it's just seeing, like, a growth and, like, how the different party members like work with each other too it's yeah. just so satisfying and it was like the first like really long form story i've been a part of because that's just a unique thing about D. like you, yeah. you can go for as long as you want you yeah. can just keep having character development it's it's so cool to see how things evolve as you the There's, player evolves too it's just so good absolutely. so so good
0: there, I will say there. Uh, there's this really cool, like, maybe 10-minute, I want to say Wired, uh, little okay. short documentary about a guy in maybe B.C. Uh, who's been playing a game for 40 years. Yes, you, have you, you and his like,
1: his like daughter's in the campaign now too, right? Yes, I'm just well, like that's beautiful.
0: <laughs> they and like everyone in the game, it sounds like you, you know they've expanded and contracted the player pool, but they've all brought in multiple PCs and those PCs have like gotten married and had kids and retired and now their kids are like the new version of the party. I the one moment I remember is him talking about bringing his daughter in and his daughter wanting to bring a partner, and him going, "Okay, but if you guys break up, they're still allowed to play." <laughs> just be aware if they're like a, your, your personal it. relationship does not affect d- my D&D game <laughs>
1: D&D comes first in this family alright I don't care what drama you have <laughs> leave it off the table alright don't bring your shit to my table d I love that that's gonna be me one day
0: <laughs> I, I God I hope so I hope so oh. I have I have nephews and, and niece to bring introduced to D&D once they're old enough to like do the math to roll the dice essentially mm. um so I, I'm, did ARMY go like all the way kind of from one to 20? How how long was that campaign?
1: So I'm um, trying to think. I think we're Ish. at level like maybe level 12
0: right okay. now.
1: Maybe. Um, but no, but ARMY, we started at level one because also the, everyone but like the DM that we had had never played before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are all like, we don't know what to do. Help, and he was like, "I got you." Um, awesome. But it was it was just so good, yeah. and I also like now I'm the person who's constantly introducing people to D and D, like it. It spread. I Same. spread it like the freaking gospel at this at yeah. this point in my life.
0: Yeah. Hey, listeners, Colin here. Just cutting in for a quick moment to say thanks for listening. We hope you're really enjoying the show. We are having so much fun making it and getting to play together, and hopefully, you're having fun listening. We'd really love it if you would leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Maybe even go one more minute further and leave us a review. We love reading them, it makes us feel great, and we will give you a shout-out on the show as soon as you do that. If you really love us, and we hope you do, head on over to patreon.com slash report and maybe you can give us whatever you can spare a month for as little as 2 dollars a month you'll support this show and everyone involved in making it a little bit more and you won't have to listen to me or anyone else asking you for money or telling you about our social media handles that's right on Instagram and TikTok at the roll report cast you can find exclusive new art all sorts of cool stuff trend little edited videos of the interviews that you might not have heard even and so much more Thank you all so much for listening. We love doing this and we hope you are having fun with us. Back to the show. Um I'm going to wrench us back around towards yes. like favorite classes and things because I could I could talk about this all day, but there, yes. is, there is a point. Um so Sorcerer is is like is the clear the clear favorite. Nothing else yes. comes close. All right. A uh, favorite subclass, either Sorceress Origin or from totally other class, if that enters into the mix.
1: I really do like Circle of Spore Druids.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, i mm-hmm. never actually
1: played a druid because I'm afraid. <laughs> but I just think, like, the cool, like, like, the... All this cool shit you can do with the spores. Whether you're going towards like a more um, necromancy or more of a cottage core, you can kind of like make it whatever vibe you want. Um, for sorcerers specifically, I like wild magic
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it's chaotic, and that was my, my my baby army. That was their subclass. Um or like specialization or what whatnot. But I mm-hmm. think, yeah, I would have to say circle spores druid.
0: Yeah, yeah, I. I I actually later later today I've, I have campaign with a spores druid. I, nice. They're a lot of fun. I I have convinced my DM to like shift them a little back towards their unearthed Arcana origins because I find I I think in the end the in the end they got nerfed a little bit with the mm. the fact that their spores uh, if if your target saves just takes no damage. Yeah. And the. The, the original one, I think, was, like, an automatic, you know, uh, three to what—increasing as you level up and doubled if you were in your symbiotic entity form, but just—you just do the damage. And I like that it's now a save, but my DM has been like, okay, it's half damage if they fail instead. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but I love that. And, like— <laughs> <laughs> my dm also keeps throwing things at me that i cannot turn into fungus zombies which i'm a little sad no! about.
1: Ugh, rude
0: i you know it's it, it's it has to be a beast or a humanoid and by the time you're we're at level like 14 now like by the time nice. we're there there's less of those but uh, oh, but they're so cool um yeah and 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 all the druid all the wonderful druid features um i i really appreciate that it it your wild shape becomes less important, not necessarily mm. less useful, but the, the strict ver- vision of it where you change into an animal is, is like much less important for spores and circle of stars and like a couple other things. I think they've made some of the, some of the newer uh, circles are very odd adaptations of that wild shape and turned mm. into something totally new.
1: I love yeah. that you can like just, especially like if you have a DM that just lets you kind of like go crazy with like the creative side, you could be like, I'm going to have a, like a, like, like like circle spores, like zombie. If you could like get, um, like mold it almost like a golem into just like mm-hmm. a little mushroom guy, you know, I think that would be so cool. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, There's so many I, things you could do. I, I love that is, you know, another thing that I really appreciate about, about D and D, and about most DMs that I've played with, the one that I try to be is: if you have a good idea for flavor purposes, like please let's go for it. If it and and even if it changes the mechanics a little bit, like let's figure that out. Not, no, that's against the rules. You're not allowed.
1: Yeah, as you know? as a DM, one of my favorite things to say is, "Yeah, that's cool. I'll let you do it." Like mm-hmm. it's it's my catchphrase at this point. I sometimes give my players too much wiggle room, I think, but we're all having fun, so it's fine.
0: I I, I I usually go for the roll for it, you know. If it's mm-hmm. if it's I want to adapt that spell to like do something that's not strictly speaking supposed to do. It's like all right, well, you know, make a check with your spell casting ability, whatever that is. Or you want to do some insane thing that like by action economy maybe shouldn't work, but mm-hmm. if you roll a high enough athletics to yeah. climb that building and do this thing and scoop up the thing and like, sure, if you can, roll. if
1: you can give me like a like a reason why it would work. Yeah. I will let you try. Like you yeah. can't just like say you can do them, but like as a DM I'm like if you can explain to me how you're envisioning that this would work out and I and it's realistic within the setting,
0: mm-hmm. we'll give it
1: a go. We'll give it a go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very much. I I I want to poke at the the why you haven't taken the opportunity to play a druid if the if the spores is like an appealing thing and and you seem to have options and and times when you could opportune opportunities not options but opportunities to choose this
1: i know i think it's i think it's because at one point i heard i so i'm not very good like i mentioned i'm the person who can just like hit shit and that's cool but when it comes like preparing your spells and like remembering Mm -hmm. all the little things especially you get higher level druid like all the things that work together i'm afraid that i wouldn't be playing the Druid the right way in the sense that like, I wouldn't be maximizing its efficiency. And I know that that's not like the actual goal. Like you could just play and have fun, but like in my brain, I'm like, if I'm going to tackle a Druid, I'm going to do be the best, the best at it. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I think I've just gotten in my head a bit too much about it.
0: Sure. Sure. I know. I, I super understand that. I, 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 so I'm, one of the things I've talked to other people about is the validity of damn near every character building approach, whether you want to power game and min-max and like really do the most damage and have the highest skill checks and whatever, or, you know, to me, the the polar opposite seems to be character first. I know who this person is, and so I can also dump their stats into like, you know, I might have a rogue that has shitty dexterity. I might have a wizard that's only got like a 14 or 15 intelligence, Because that's how I know, you know, who this person is. Mm. Um, And, and yeah, I know I, I, I still, I struggle with not wanting to be efficient and, and good mechanically at whatever class it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why one time when I was just doing like a, a, a few, it's a one-shot, whatever we say one-shot, we mean like maybe three to five sessions. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, we all know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I remember I took like a break from like the magic uh, casters one time to play a barbarian. Mm-hmm. And it was just so fun to just like hit shit and not really have to worry about like prepping the spell and making sure I didn't have all this stuff. I was like. So it's it's nice to be you, able to just switch it up sometimes. Yeah,
0: you you barbarians you just have like the occasional oh if I am wild magic, I got to know what surge I got, mm. you know, if and and ancestral guardians have their protectors, but mm. it's it's so much just ah, there's a thing 30 feet away, I run a nice smack it.
1: Yeah, like I know. have my mission and I'm going to kick it. <laughs> yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um it, and also to to go to to wild magic sorcerers super super fun um i think i have two related questions one how often do you as a player want to roll for your for a surge and two have you or do you like creating your own tables rather than the one that's sort of standard
1: um so i as the player want to roll magic surge as often as i fucking can it's so fun um as 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 the character, depending on what kind of character I'm playing, if they're like leaning into the chaos, if they're like, "Oh shit, I can't believe like what's going on," like I, the character might have different opinion. But I mm-hmm. like to do it every yeah. time. Um, sorry, what was the second half of your
0: question? Uh, about the the wild magic table, right? Yes, There's yes. kind of there is sort of the standard one that I think is in either players' handbook or, or uh, DM guide. but yeah, yeah. I know a number of people that don't like that one and have created their own or just like you know taken most of it but like ah eh, some of these things are like really stupid so we you know take those out and swap them in yeah
1: it's it's not that i don't like it i think it's a great starting off point but at sure. this point uh so my my younger brother who i also got into D because we're spreading the gospel um he sent me this like wild magic surge table that has i think like a thousand on wow. it
0: wow and okay. so
1: i i like when there's more shit even if just because sure. you really don't know what it's good like with the hundred things i'm like okay i generally know what i'm risking when mm-hmm. when this is happening but if it's sure. like a huge selection no. no fucking clue and that's the fun part for me it's just not one time this i think this one is on like the standard uh 100 table but one time mm-hmm. army did a magic surge roll and they turned blue but mm-hmm. like they're just blue and because they're a gnome, they were a fucking Smurf for like seven sessions until I could find a way to not be blue anymore. Yeah. Because while it was funny, I was like, "I'm a Smurf." People, people kept being like, "Are you a goblin with a skin condition? Are you a, like a really short water genasi? Like, what's going uh-huh. on here?" And and the army is just like, "I'm just, I just, I, I'm gonna catch all of you on fire if you ask me this question one more time. i going got, I gotta figure out. We we found like a magic tattooist. We got. The shit together but it's and then seeing like i love having characters react to consequences especially unexpected consequences and so the wild mm-hmm. magic surge is always oh so yeah. so good so so good yeah
0: i i yeah the how how what did you roll for a table that has like a thousand options
1: it's like it's like a click it's like a spinner Online. Okay. Like you can take like cool. your your like percentile dice and make sure. sure you have like 10 of them and then like right. line it up, be like, all right, so this is the first letter, this is the next one, and like just try uh-huh. to figure it out that way. Um, but usually I just like click it and then hide okay. and then look. I'm okay. like, okay, this is what's happening now.
0: That makes that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: There there was one time um as army actually, so fun fact, as a gnome, if you cast reduce on yourself, you then can use mage hand to fly yourself around, and my DM (laughs) made the mistake of giving me a necklace of fireballs um, that had a few charges left on it, and I Mm -hmm. also had the spell that I could cast myself, and we were going up against a bunch of trolls, and the DM was like, this is going to be really hard, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to fly over and bomb them, like, Mm -hmm. just just one after another. And it's it's all fire, so they can't regenerate. (laughs) Yeah, and my DM was just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. This fight was supposed to be a lot longer. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yep. It's like I thought we were gonna spend a full session with these trolls, and that was (laughs) was over in 15 minutes. (laughs) Yes! Just
1: like bye-bye! So fun.
0: I love Uh. that so much. That's amazing. Um wow. Uh Man, I yeah, I could I could I could ask questions and and keep poking and talking all day. I love I love hanging out with people that are as enthusiastic about D as I am. It's great. Same, same. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, so in summary, we we love our sorcerers. We do. Yeah. I I'm gonna start. I need to figure out a way to keep a graphic and like have everyone's favorite so far. you were the first sorcerer. We've really?
1: had a couple.
0: We have had a couple rogues. A uh, couple wizards. And barbarian, um, and subclasses mostly from those. Yeah, and and a lot of, over
1: here. Let's go. A lot
0: of ranger shade, of course. Uh, although one one person it's so far has been like, ranger. I actually like rangers.
1: I actually do like rangers, maybe because they were also in like one of the Kenzie played a ranger in like the first g- campaign that I played in, mm-hmm. and now she and I mm-hmm. are doing the Quirpy PG thing, so I have a soft spot in my heart for him.
0: I I have promised that I will play one at the table of my last guest uh, Meadow whenever whenever the t- the stars align that we play together I play at their table perfect um, perfect I, I they there they were telling me that there's a, you know some feeling that they got really nerfed very hard from 3.5 to 5e and I was like why well, mm-hmm. I, I didn't play 3.5 I don't know as much but I I I find them less I don't know less compelling and like and that it takes a number of levels to really get their their mechanical kit fully in force
1: that's but fair I, but when it comes to like I, i'm a very like character first like numbers sure. and shit second because i can't do math i'm gay um and so,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so i think ranges are great in the sense that if you think of like Aragon's, like off of sure. Lord of the Rings or or whatnot, and just like the different yeah. stories you can come up with them. Yeah, there's going to be something so fucking cool with every class. Like no matter I, what you do, there's no wrong way to do it. It's.
0: I did it's use fun. I did use ranger as a base to make a long patrol hair from Redwall. Nice,
1: nice, 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 as nice, a, nice, as nice. a fun challenge, yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Um. Yeah, and uh, and wild magic subclass and circle of spores, great choices all around. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I, I feel not not, about it. not
0: yeah, I mean it's it's obvious it's always going to be subjective. I'm always interested in what people like for for unreasonable reasons or like so much and don't know why. And I yeah, super cool. Um well, Ash, it has been such a pleasure Thank you so much for joining me for classing up the joint. Uh, Tell tell our listeners again where they can find you and and experience the wondrous joy of being in your presence because this has been so much fun.
1: Thank you very much. It has been fantastic to be here too. Um, Yeah, you guys can find me and all the cool shit I do at QueerPGPod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's Q-U-E-E-R-P-G-P-O-D. Um, I did write it down next to me because I didn't know who was going to like say the letters in the correct order but we got there we're good so yeah feel free to um, check out our stuff too and thank you so much for having me this was a lot of fun
0: it was such a pleasure Uh, and I wow I had half a thought again and it's gone so I'm gonna save it for
1: next time yeah yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, great Um, thank you for joining us check out check out queer pg and uh definitely not a thespian on instagram oh i was gonna say i'm amazed you still have a twitter presence
1: i'm not I don't going to call twitter, it by actually, its new name or like the, the,
0: the podcast i guess
1: <laughs> that's i will say the social media is mainly run by kenzie um uh, because i am actually a 45 year old man and i don't know how any of it works um so Very she, she's got like the twitter and like the the instagram and the everything over there um Very i can't really take credit for that i just know we're over there
0: yeah Fair enough. I but you know, bold choice. Uh, yeah. I, I hope it is not the bottomless cesspool of hatred that it seems to be for many people. I
1: guys. I don't think I've ever actually been on Twitter and at this point. You're not missing I don't anything. Think, yeah, I was like, I don't think I need to get on that boat <laughs> while it's sinking. Yeah. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's you know, it's like solid three quarters of the decks are underwater. It's about <laughs> to do that breaking in half thing, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, until next time. I'm gonna stop this recording.